Yorkshire soldiers, big opinions. This is the Conclave Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the uh, episode, I want to say 18 of the Conclave Podcast. I think 20. 20? Yeah, it's actually episode 20, yeah. Oh, I wasn't you don't couple. listen to them, mate, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Come on, you make them and you don't listen to them, it's rubbish. Honestly, I'm terrible. But yes, anyway, I am Quipster, and uh, today with us, it's a very special episode, we have Valrak, uh, Chapter Master Valrak with us. Valrak, do you want to say hi to all of the single listener that's going to hear this? Uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello, mate. All right, uh, how are you doing? And also with us today, we've got, as always, uh, the Sandman. Say hi. Hello. And Adam, the legal department. All right. And also, finally, Reza. How are you doing, Reza? I'm good, thanks. How are you, mate? I am outstanding in every conceivable way. So today, we're going to start, just as we always do, with a quick bit of hobby progress. Just to see what everyone's been up to in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Varak, as you are the guest, we're going to start with you. What have you been up to, hobby-wise, for these last few Ooh, weeks? Um, I'm just trying to get this last one, because I'm going to this, well, I'm supposed to be going to this no retreat in May, if it happens. So I'm building a force for that now, and it's it's more melee-focused, because I want to do Black Templar, kind of, you know, take them as, like, the rule set. So cool. um, I've been, I got this this guy who does, like, 3D printing. Um, I know I'm showing you on the camera now, but he's doing like our breacher shields and stuff. So I'm making like a oh, that's cool. bre- breacher shields for my force. These got to be shadow wolves. Um, uh, what will you use for the Emperor's Champion? Do you, will you have I'm your not. Model I'm or? not taking the Emperor's Champion. There's a because I because I know <gasps> this this thing will have Steven Box in it. I have to prepare myself. <laughs> so. I can't take a fun list. Uh, I have to try to take like the most competitive list possible, and he's Three not land part of that list. I was, yeah. was going to say when uh, when 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 Winters did the announcement video uh, when he was talking about um, going to no retreat, he he did specifically call you out, and he said you are as yet undefeated I in uh, in ninth, obviously, but yeah. you got to go up against Steve Box. You have got the guys from Tabletop Tactics are going to be there, I believe. Yeah, they're nothing so, uh, really. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah do, do they really play bad. Age of Sigmar forty k. I think. Uh, yeah, um, the spider. Who? Yeah, there's, there's there's quite a few people going. Um, I think tabletop uh, tabletop titans are going. I think as well. I think they said that they, they would like a, to. Yeah, but they uh, just because across the pond for them. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. So I, I, I think I think there is an American channel coming, but I don't know which one it is. Um, Pardo knows. Um, is it I, is it mini wargaming? Yeah, I was going to oh, say. Oh yeah, mini wargaming. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's mini wargaming. I think it's Dave for mini wargaming. I know he likes yeah, corn yeah, berserkers. Yeah. People told me. So again, like the melee army for me, it's like all right. If he's bringing corn, I'll bring templars. Then we'll just throw down in the middle of the battlefield they, and stuff like that. For, for the for this event as well, and uh, sorry, quips to hijack away from the hobby progress. But for this event, obviously, SN uh, are quite famous for having uh, rules on what you can bring in your lists to try try and kind of stop some of the cheese but because we've got so many you know well big cheeses as it were in mm. the uh, in the warhammer world that are going along to this have they told you guys i mean i don't know if you can talk about it but have they told you guys there are any limits on what you can bring or is it just a free-for-all go wild be the, captain brie bring what you can you know there, there hasn't been like a rule pack sent out as of yet as i'm aware of but i just know like steven box is going and every time i watch him <laughs> he brings like the most meta army possible so i'm like okay this is going to be a meta tournament then so um i'm just preparing myself I'll, like i'll make a cool list a fun list and i'll make like 
a math list just to try and out-math him, let's say. But, um, yeah, I have no idea what it's going to be. I hope that it is more narrative because I enjoy those mm. games more mm. because I think it's a bit more fun because, you know, when someone brings, like, three executioner tanks and puts them on top of a building, it's not, like, the best experience, <laughs> oh, but, if you like. But two are fine against yeah, a much, two, much two worse army. Two's okay. Two's fine. <laughs> two's fine with five heavy hell blasters and a two plus two tournament. There's nothing wrong with this at all. <laughs> Or even a bat rip with health and, and, and a chapter master with his aura just in the middle of all the rerolls. <laughs> That's it. That's brilliant. This is this is like a great example of just Warhammer game theory, right? Like mm. if we if we talk to any of the others that are doing this, they're all gonna say the same thing, right? Be like, Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm gonna gonna try and keep it narrative, yes, but totally. uh, you know, Steve's gonna be there and, mm. and, and Valrak's gonna be there, I don't know, he's talked about it, so I don't know what I'm gonna bring. And you're all gonna turn up with like the worst, most competitive, <laughs> horrible lists going. Yep. Disgusting meta lists. <laughs> And Steve will probably bring a narrative one just yeah, the one <laughs> time. The one time he doesn't bring He'd a full competitive list. I, I, I guarantee it will be a Blood Angels narrative list with just like Dante and just... Yeah, but yeah. a Blood Angels narrative really list. Yeah. yeah, it would just have like 30 sangaree cards. Like, yeah, oh, it's narrative, I promise, guys. It's, it's Dante and he's on a guard. This is how narrative it is. Like, okay. Yeah. There's only 30 sanguinary guard and they're all in my army. <laughs> there's not even 30 sanguinary guard. Oh, it's like 20, 25. Yeah, it's 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's 25. Now, that's the thing is like, yeah. And this, the nice thing about the books is like the narrative stuff is generally quite good. It's like, oh, I'll take just eradicators and salamanders. Quite <laughs> <laughs> narrative. Like, you gotta yeah. give it to it's him. Like, all, the stuff, all the metal stuff, yeah. See, what I really want to see is, Varak, I've seen uh, on your Instagram recently, you've just got like a handful bunker. I just want you to have like three of those and be like, yeah, come at me, guys. Yeah, I've, I've actually got another one on the workbench now. I'm going to be working on this next week i, I have because I, I saw the rules for him and i don't think they're the best rules to be fair that but I just, I just for the rule of cool as an imperial fist player i thought it's a bunker i'm a fist I just get look there's like i know yeah, you can see true. on the thing there but it's just one up there it's yeah. like wally on the top shelf but yeah i like him i, think I literally put wally on the side of it yeah, yeah. for my for my imperial fist i have exactly the same yeah I, I just just the rule of cool that's Honestly, awesome. you wouldn't believe the shit these guys gave me as soon as I said I was going to buy one. What are you about? I was so game for you to get one of them. Everyone cool. else was like, you're never going to play it. Why are you bothering? Why don't you just pay some like executioners instead? And I was just like, no. <laughs> Imperial I don't think, that was, ex- I don't think no. that was the exact answer we yeah. gave you. Yeah. It I was my- that they're a pile of shit. <laughs> my, my problem is that you you paint your custodies bases again rather than painting <laughs> new models. Okay. Okay. That's you know my what? problem with you, Gripster. One sec. Varak, were you finished with your hobby progress? <laughs> no, you never finished. This is it. No, 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 uh, no, uh, yeah, I'm fit. Well, is there anything else? No, I ordered 15 Blade Guard the other day, but they haven't arrived yet, so that is another. Sus- Story, nice. but, yeah, that's about that's about it. Really. How, how many are you gonna have using the cloth wipe with as an iron iron warrior symbol? Oh, yeah. Well, I, well I, I think I'm gonna have one with a minotaur symbol on it, one with an iron warriors, and just <laughs> just to laugh at the ultramarines, one with the ultramarine one on there. Just, 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 <laughs> just like, yeah, this is all you're good for wiping my blade, kind of thing. Oh my god! That's it. But I was gonna say since uh, since Ed has mentioned it. Um, Varak, so yeah, these guys get, well, I'll go on to my own hobby progress now. These guys get constantly annoyed at me because I'm such a slow painter mm-hmm. and I make decisions about painting that no one else understands. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, <laughs> I um, am currently building my Imperial Fists. I, I think I'm just past 1,500 points. And these guys are like, just paint some tanks and get 2,000 points. <laughs> and I understand their reasoning, but they're wrong. But you're on a YouTube channel that has battle reports how are you not like like Win- witness and Le- i know liam says the same thing it's like they want you to have these 2000 points yeah i'm getting that 
So basically, what I'm doing instead is um, I got really annoyed it's with all my old army. custody spaces. Yeah. So I've been repainting all of the bases for my uh, custodies guardians, and now they look so pretty, and they're going to come out so well on camera. Sorry, and man. then I'm going to finish this report. Yeah, because people people were being horrible about them before. Weren't yeah, because they? they're so badly like, painted. Oh, those horrible custodian guards! They How look rubbish in purple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you scroll. If you scroll through the comments of the TV, <laughs> you're probably you know what? for 40k nice crushes. You're definitely up there. Right? I'm actually gonna go back uh, and, and just dislike the video then. because of the bases. <laughs> video of dislike because of these bases. Unsubscribed. Yeah. It's that one. It's that one comment from Barrack. Shit bases. Fuck you. Unsub. It'll be the most upliked comment on there. <laughs> oh, always, always. But uh, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. I've actually only got one custodian's base left, and then. It's on to uh, the Repulse Executioner, and I've got two Gladiators as well. Hmm. And I'm, uh, basically, um, Farrakh, I don't know if you've uh, seen any of our other podcasts, but Reza gave me this idea of having a, an armoured formation uh, yeah. called the Fist of Dawn. And it's basically going to be uh, a, two Repulse Executioners, two Gladiators. The palm is mm. the, um, the Hammerfall Bunker, and the little finger was going to be uh, a Repulsor. Oh, yeah, that so sounds like cool. I'd like to point out when you were giving that example, you held up the completely wrong amount of fingers to every single thing you just said there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the good numbers. with maths. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Leave me alone. What <laughs> <laughs> just I, hand of dawn? <laughs> I had a similar thing. Like I, I always wanted to do this, like this big like narrative event at Warmer World when we can like get back there and just have a big tank match. That's why I, I love building tanks. I, just, I think tanks are like the best part of the hobby for me because they're just so big. And they're easy to paint. Ah, oh, see, I'm yeah. I'm totally the opposite. Tanks, like in the I hobby, kind of scare me because I only ever painted one mm. in my life, and I was twelve. Mm. I I love them. I love them. Me, yeah, I, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, so, I, just, Adam, I just want one big tank battle. That'd be so cool. Oh, I would love to see that. Yeah. No, tank tanks are cool. I don't I don't have Imperial Guard, but if I were going to get them, I, I was I was actually I was watching um, uh, the like Fury, you know, the the Brad Pitt film the other day. Oh yeah, uh, the World War Two oh, yeah. one, and I was just like. It'd be so cool to do like a, 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 a like a Lehman Russ formation, like that bit where they go across the field in uh, in Fury and they mm, fight yeah, the Tiger Tank. Do that with Lehman Russes. That'd be so cool. So I'm tempted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all get murdered. Uh, no, but my, my missus would, would kill me if I uh, if I end up getting a tank army. So I'll have to avoid that one. Well, actually, now that we've finished with my hobby progress, Adam, let's move on to your hobby progress because you've done so much. Uh, well, well, yeah, I mean, so so this week I have been finishing off, because I, I, I've had a Death Guard army for a long time, and had quite a lot of it that was, like, sort of half done, and I just never really got around to finishing, because I'm a, an idiot and a bit of a hobby butterfly, and I just, you know, flip from thing to thing. Um, but I decided I was actually going to try and get it done, so I have spent most of the weekend uh, painting up the big man, uh, Mortarian, because I hear he's alright. I hear he's alright now. I don't know. I mean, maybe people are using five him out of ten. Relatively. Yeah, I don't know. Five out of ten at best. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, getting him and uh, it's about eighteen plague marines this week. Just um, sort of finishing them off, and uh, more importantly, my my other half um, decided that she was going to come and, and paint with me, and she actually was been painting up a plague burst crawler um, and a couple of chaos spawn, and what you know in that thing, be that joke people make, like you know you get your girlfriend to start doing some painting for you and then you just realize she's an infinitely better painter than you yeah that, that's <laughs> happened to me she has she's done some blending 
on like the tentacles on a chaos spawn i'm holding it up for the camera for the guys on here yeah, that's really cool yeah. yeah it looks it looks really good uh and i can't do that sort of thing so i'm gonna just m burn my army now um yeah. <laughs> just give up the hobby yeah yeah just give up the hobby no no but it's, it's really cool um and it's been good go to redo uh, all your bases yeah i'll yeah i'll go back and <laughs> re-highlight all my bases now just to just as a way of getting back at her um no but yeah she's she's done a um an amazing job actually and uh, it's been good to kind of it's good because what i'm going to try and do is uh, convince her that um the next trick is to batch paint um like 50 termagants for my tyranids um because you know that's fun right everyone loves doing batch painted termagants so uh yeah get her on that no that'd be cruel i wouldn't do that <laughs> yeah so the best amazing. the best bit best, about well it you is, have, you've uh, got contrast paints it's not really cruel just there you go it's yeah well paints. yeah thank easy, you easy that's what i'm trying to say yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> amazing so let's move on to uh reza tell us all about all the wargs and such that you've been painting yeah so i've made some progress on the wargs i've now been, i've actually doing a bit of you taking a while to paint these uh so i've got nine <laughs> they're almost done i've managed to find a, a face that i like uh and i've done their bases so it's just pretty much doing the orc flesh left uh but i have painted five uh gray knight paladins and one uh, dreadnought in the space of the week, which was good. Got to test a bit of a scheme, um, which is quite nice. So then I, I found this scheme, really liked it. And then uh, Josh, the wall hipster, best contrast paint painter person ever, t then tells me a completely whole new scheme that was just a thousand times better and easier that I, yeah, so I had to kind of... <laughs> now, so like, when I do the rest of them. What was the scheme that you were doing? And what's the scheme that he uh, suggested? So, okay, so I, the scheme he suggested was, uh, he sent me a link which is a few more steps than what I was doing, so I was trying to do it quick and, uh, and easy, but uh, it'd be long, really long to explain, but it's on the Warhammer community site. The scheme I went for was Lead Belcher, uh, then I did a, um, is it Drakenhof Nightshade Wash? Oh, then yeah. I just dry brushed a Grey Knight, um, uh, I think it's Grey Knight Steel. Silver. No, yeah, no. Grey Knight Steel. Yeah, Grey oh, Knight yeah. Steel, I just dry brushed it over, and then um, just painted the details in, and it just came out looking really Grey Knight like. <laughs> Alright then, yeah. Genius. Uh, but then to be the fair, way... as long as you hit silver, you're gonna yeah, you're you're kind of done. Right, you? I, just, I wanted to get that bluey silver, which the grey the like, like the grey knight still works really it's it's just blue anyway, so it works really well. And then the Dragon of Nightshade it just yeah, the recesses it came out quite quite well. The dreadnought was a lot better than the paladins, so I didn't realise quite how much detail the grey knights had. Um, they have quite a bit of a scroll work and gold everywhere. Yeah, even I though mean, it's just silver. They're almost on par with custodies. I think in the amount of detail they have on those models, or almost mm -hmm. on par. Yeah, I almost. think probably it's probably Not probably quite. harder because they're smaller. Um... <laughs> you mean inferior? I agree. <laughs> I will argue with you all about <laughs> detail on small models, right? I will fight any of you because this is a battle. They look really cool, but my god, are they a, a nightmare to paint? <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, also for hobby progress. I didn't quite buy 15 Blade Guard, but if anyone's listened to any previous ones, they know I get a bit turned on when Blade Guard are mentioned, so I ordered nine. <laughs> uh, but which will mean I have 15, so... Um, oh, God, I fucking Just be ready for when I get those man. and all the noises I'm going to be making. You know, actually, this came up on the DZTV WhatsApp group. Someone, I think it was Chewy, was saying, like, oh, I'm not sure about the Judicia. I think he's a bit shit looking at the rules. And I just had to say to him, like, I cannot tell you how wrong you are. And then describe like what Rich you, you did with him and your blade guard to my Terminator. Yeah, you got spanked by a big sword. So badly. Like, mm. do you want to tell Valrak what happened? Because like I can't. I'm just traumatized. So, Alex is known for having a really fluffy list with <laughs> how many? Um, yeah. How many? Uh, yeah, sense of sarcasm, Alex. How many? <laughs> um, how many Terminators is it? 
Look, Alaris nine, nine Alaris Terminators is a fluffy list, okay? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So he likes to put them on the middle of the board, like drop down, like, was it three, three, three inches away? Mm-hmm. Uh, and three or four thought, inches away. He thought you'd fight my blade guard, but then my judicio said, no, you'll fight last, and my blade guard decided to turn him to paste. He just went through them like paper, and I was yeah. just like, how is this a thing? Good old what violence. the fuck? Kill Mainburn. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Not okay. Yeah, Which, fun, you though. have custodies! Yeah, but they killed some Primaris Marines at a short story, so I'm not their friends anymore. That's why I'm on the, <laughs> oh, that's why I'm on okay. the bottom shelf. No, okay. I, I don't Hang even on. respect them. <laughs> Hang on a second. And we'll come to your hobby progress in a second, but I dispute this oh God, beyond I measure. I love the fact that that's so funny. What the fuck? That was an amazing story. And like, that, okay. That was a shocking story. It was the most shocking story in existence. Yeah, was... because that Primaris Marine wouldn't put down his weapon when the custodian okay. told him to. It's like someone breaking into your house and I come as the police and say, right, because someone else did this. You're guilty as well. And then you go, wait, excuse me, what? No? And they're like, no, come with me. And you say no, so I shoot you in the face. It's like that, that Primaris Marine is completely in the right. And I agree with him. That's yeah. so not true. That Primaris he Marine, all he had to do was put his weapons down they? and the custodians would have been like, right, okay, let's sort this out in a bit. No. Instead, no. they were like, no, we're going to do that. And obviously, the custodians were like, we're going to kill you all then. Would they be like, we're going to sort this out in a bit? That doesn't seem... I mean, the guy's brandish hey. is like guardians. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm kind of with Valrak yeah. on this one. I think the Marine was in the right. right? Especially when he hadn't even... Um, he hadn't even, in this short story, met the chapter uh, which he was supposed to be part of, which had gone, you know, gone rogue. He was like, come on, dude. I was pulled out of a tank by Big Daddy Call about like three weeks ago i'm technically like three weeks old i have no idea what's going on and you're telling me that like cousin steve down on that planet has turned traitor and i'm guilty imagine yeah. how you'd feel you'd be i'd also do exactly what the custodian told me to because he's a custodian the literal mouthpiece of the emperor nope Nope, only traitors don't do what custodians say that is a fact uh, what no. listeners can't see is that um, Quipster actually has a, a rack behind him on his wall, which is filled with the boots that he likes to lick. Um, <laughs> <now> again, <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, I hate you yeah. all. You're all wrong. Anyway, Bottom enter shelf. us what you've been painting. That's what it is. That's it. Bottom <laughs> shelf. That's where they belong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about this later, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have been working on some Age of Sigmar stuff, actually. So I have a, a 2,000 points of vampires. And uh, there was a couple of things. I kind of, I kind of got to two thousand and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna call it, call it there for a bit." Um, it was actually my first, the first time I painted in lockdown. But then they released the new models, and that got me all very, very excited. So I went back and finished a few things. I bought a bunch of stuff off Green Stuff World because it's like every time I'm on that site, I just like, I just have to keep buying stuff. So I, they have like tombstones. So I bought a load of tombstones, added then. I bought a load of, I just bought loads of chains. Like chains, like I do, I do, I do want to play like Black Templars or like even like Chaos or something, just to put chains on everything. It's just very fun to do. Uh, and then they that, have, that like... sounds like an interesting subject to explore your little obsession with chains. Only hobby chains, though. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then they have like lots of. Um, uh, brass etchings and stuff, which is weird. They make a lot of stuff for Bretonians still, but they don't exist. I was really hoping, like part of me was really hoping that GW were going to start selling the old Bretonian stuff. Oh, I should say my vampire army is heavily converted from my old Bretonian army from when I was a kid, mm. because obviously they're 
they're kind of dead now. Uh, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. They're coming back. So, Don't you worry. How dare you? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a huge Batonian fan, so yeah. I'm, yeah, no. So mm. I, I, yeah, I was hoping they were going to start selling them because I, I, I would like more. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what I've been working on. I read Fury of Magnus recently, which I really enjoyed. I think if you mm. are... It's a, it's a really great example of how Black Library have kept us all interested in this story because it's mm. so hard to keep people engaged when we all know what happens and like you know the story of Magnus was you know it's kind of I think bringing Magnus back into 40k made them change some parts in the heresy regarding Magnus around mm. the shard and things like mm. that so it was really it was really interesting to have this subplot that was uh, yeah very very cool very very cool yeah I mean I I just I was surprised when you mentioned the aid station thing I can't believe that was a comment that came up oh, yeah. oh that was funny so these guys <laughs> these guys ruined part of the book for me because on <laughs> on <laughs> card that we, that we were that there's a character who's Russian and we were we uh, we all went as this character as like a joke and then mm. when when he's dead if you want to come back and you you can say aid you can click the nearest aid station it says aid station looks good mm. and when one of us was alive the other three would just spam this button just so you could hear nothing whilst playing the game except this guy repeatedly saying aid station looks good aid station looks good it's very hard to tell but it's like thick yeah. Russian accent so it's like aid station looks good aid station looks good aid station and looks good yeah. and if you've ever played COD having to hear footprints is quite important so yeah. it's literally in the game but then in this book they actually say this line like a bunch of times and I could not hear it in this guy's voice <laughs> and considering how bad we are we hear that a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's, we shouldn't admit that on the podcast. <laughs> well, saying this, talking about hobby progress, Reza, like we should tell people about your new uh, your new streaming setup as well, because that definitely counts. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, well, today I did my first test stream of playing COD. So uh, the new PC I, I, um, I've got is to uh, uh, well, the Sadman and Adman of uh, Adam, Ad, not the Adman, the Adman. I've <laughs> started their YouTube. Ch- yeah, <laughs> I started their YouTube channels, and their content is a. Uh, really interesting educational and i thought you know what i'll just do gaming because that's what i'm good at <laughs> so yes um, the, the ad man does mathematical content. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got a large series of mine's just, mine's just slideshows and graphs and pie charts now i've only got i've only got one video at the moment i'm trying to make more at the moment and find some time but that's very generous yeah, but you're, you. you're it's, it's so like i generally like watching your video, i could learn so much because i'm stupid and it's brilliant oh it's very kind of you yeah. very kind of you. Uh, yeah, no, I lost where I was. Oh, yeah, so I, start, I did my first test stream of COD, and I've been kind of planning uh, what we're going to do next. Adam gave me a really good idea of a video, which was uh, based around gun game we've been playing to make it fair on the guys. Uh, that sounds really bad. That's like a bit You're of a, such dick, a dick. But I, I'm only allowed to melee people now. I'm not actually allowed to shoot the gun. So mm-hmm. um, maybe putting that up as a video would be a good laugh. So basically, uh, gun game is a game mode in Call of Duty. So every time you get a kill, you get a new gun, and you can yeah. end up with all these like, crazy random weapons. And so if someone melees you, you go down a gun. Right. And it's the person who gets to the 18th gun wins. Now, Rez is so good at Call of Duty that he'll just win every single time. <laughs> so the handicap is Rez can only melee people because it's really <laughs> but it's which one. Yeah. And so like putting it literally every single he hunts us down <laughs> and it's terrifying because <laughs> you see Reza running towards you like, no, 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 oh, fuck. Run. <laughs> Alex has never sworn at me before, but the other day he was proper going at me. To, to link this back to 40k what what we what we do do uh on on um on on this game on call of duty is we have discovered a, a game we like to call bolter discipline 
Oh, uh, so which, good. Is that, which is that there is a there is a big sniper rifle called the Rytek, which fires explosive rounds. And it's the Barrett uh, 50 we, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like a big Barrett thing. And what we like to do is go on the smallest map possible and just run around trying to shoot each other with these <laughs> things and just see who wins. Um, and yeah, it turns out that a, a giant gun that fires explosive bolts is quite hard to control. So uh, yeah. it is interesting, yeah. It is a very funny game mode. But yeah, as Adam said, uh, let's bring you back to 40k. Uh, <laughs> one of the things, after I just like took it off-road. <laughs> but uh, one of the things we always ask our guests, and I'm very inter- interested to know this from, from your perspective, Arak. How did you get into 40k in the first place? Like, What was that journey? Oh, um, how old was I now? I think, I think it was around, I think it was my 10th or 11th birthday. And it, it it wasn't like I, I picked 40k myself. Um, for those of you like you did models when you're young, remember you used to like buy Spitfires, Lancasters, and stuff like that from like hobby shops and stuff. I um, I used to be big into that, and I think it was my uncle at the time. He bought me like um, well, it, I didn't know what they were back then, but it was like an old Battle Force, and it it had all the you know like the flatbed trucks in and like the trikes and stuff like that, and um, I did. I didn't know they were orcs. I didn't know what 40k was. So I just, just me being someone who likes glue models together, glued it all together. Then my friend came around, and he was like, "Oh, that was really cool. Where'd you get it from?" And it's like it's apparently from somewhere called Games Workshop. So he got his mum then to go to town. Then he came back with Space Marines, and I was like, "Oh my god, they do them as humans. These <laughs> these look awesome." So I got my mum then to take me to town. I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing. This shop. This is so cool." And that was that was basically the start I, I didn't really do that much through high school and um my later teen years like because i joined the army when i was 16 and oh, I had wow. to, it was a pretty f- uh, funny story actually because i went to a place called uh, bassingbourne and it's like an army foundation college so it's like army college uh and you have to like pick a couple of um hobbies to do so um uh, I picked like football, and there was this thing called wargaming. Now, in my mind, I thought, okay, you got to learn like how Napoleon won battles and stuff. <laughs> and Not, like that. There so, are some space marines. So, so I was like, okay, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to like be, learn to be a tactical genius on the field. So um, I remember it because it was in winter, and the 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 the, the sergeant who collects you and takes you to the place, like he, he you know watches you do stuff and teaches you. He was like, come with me. And it was really late at night. And there's like three of us. And we're marching out into like this abandoned bit of the base where like <laughs> all the bunkers are underneath, like bomb shelters and stuff. And I'm like, I'm, we're going to die. Like, we're being like, recruited into the secret organization. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is, maybe this is like some top secret stuff we're going to learn. And he, he flipped, oh, like he switched on a light. And I swear to God, it was like the biggest diorama I've seen of Ultramarines fighting Necrons. And it was his hobby. He collected it all. <laughs> And he was like, yeah, oh we, we, we got we to learn this. And uh, yeah, it was amazing. I, I, sadly, he was only at the base for like a month. So once, once he got moved on, he took all his stuff with him. <laughs> did, your, leave it there. did your superiors <laughs> used to get uh, annoyed at you when he used to like go go out dressed in bright yellow? <laughs> We're supposed to be camouflaged here. I am camouflaged. <laughs> I don't need camouflage. I am an Astarte. Looking family guy, you walking past. Looking family guy, you walking past a bunch of guys all in there like what their CS ninety five splendid. They're like, you're stupid. They're going to be looking for us. So yeah, um, like after that, like after that, I, I I picked up a few books. Like I remember picking up. I 
forgot when it came out now. Was it 2011 when Horus Rising came out? And that's what really got me back into it then, but on the lore side. And mm. um, I was more into like the, the digital stuff, like the books and everything, and like the gaming side of it. Like Dawn of War was massive when that came out, so I played that a bit. Um, Space Marine, um, there was a game called Dark Millennium Online that was supposed to come out, um, which was an MMO years and I years ago. That. And they actually set up a guild for it called the Gillamortis. And um, I met loads of people from that, and that's when I started tabletopping through that and stuff. And yeah, just got into it from there then. Like, but the, the proper edition I've got into was 8th edition. Like, I got into the back end of 7th, and when I was learning to play that along with the Horus Heresy and stuff, everyone was like, yeah, the 8th edition's coming out, there's rumours and stuff. So I was like, all right, I bet I'll just wait then and just see what happens. And it did come out, so that's why I just jumped on with 8th. But yeah, that was it, really. Awesome. So you've stuff. literally been on off in the hobby since you were 16. Like, yeah, yeah, about that, yeah, yeah. One thing I, I've always been quite interested about, and I've talked to Liam about this as well, is in, in the military, is there has there always been quite like a strong wargaming scene? Or is it like when Liam start started in the base for example mm. he told me that it was very underground very secret and yeah. over time he built up like a kind of presence for wargaming it, on the base I, I think it was no one wanted to admit they collected little men in their, in their <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it was but as soon as you found someone who did it and stuff like that it was something for you to talk about like i said i didn't really i wasn't like into it that much then around that time in my life but if I knew someone like that when I met that sergeant, I was like, "Oh yeah, I used to do this when you know when I was young and stuff, and you know we got talking and stuff like that." Um, but yeah, there was a, a as far as I'm aware, there was a there was a quite a little scene in there that people used to do it. With, so, it, yeah. it is a proper mm. "Are we going to be best friends?" moment. <laughs> High five! Yeah, let's do this. Was it was it always Imperial That's, Fists? It was always Imperial Fist. Why would you pick anything else? It has to be Imperial Fist. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's the that's the question. I, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in because I know Chris wants to ask this, but I want to ask I want to ask the question, which is, given you you know you, you say like you played Dawn of War and when you know we were chatting with Mikey the other week and he said played Dawn of War, Blood Ravens, boom, there we go, that's my army. So where did the love of the Sons of Dawn originally come from? Oh, um... I think there's a lot of things. Um, I love castles. I <laughs> don't know if that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> I, I, I love castles. I just Amusingly, like, I, I do like, too. I, and Lego. I, 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 I love... Oh, wait, sorry. Let me just turn this body fold off. Oh, hang on. Hang on, let me turn this... Quipster, you said he'd be professional. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I I'm just going to leave this in. I'm not going to edit this. Is it a yellow phone? It's, it's, it's on this bloody Facebook. i got a Facebook tab open. That's why I can hear it in my headset. It wasn't my phone. It's the Facebook tab in the background. Um, yeah, I, I love castles and stuff like that. Um, what, I think one of the best aspects in 40k for me is the void combat. Like, I just love like the four of these kilometer-long ships smashing each other. Mm. So the Imperial Fist like, had the biggest and best ship because of the phalanx, so I was like, okay, that's really, really cool. And um, the more I read about the Horus Heresy and stuff, it was like um, they were like the the Void specialists, like boarding and stuff like that, like Fafnir ran and stuff. Like he's mm. one of the people I absolutely love. Um, and yeah, just like architecture and stuff like that, because you know I'm a builder, I do building stuff now, so I thought, oh, cool. Like something engineering and stuff. Um, I was in like the engineers, so it was like something to connect to. Yeah. Everything, so I was this like, is... yeah, sweet. This is what I was going to ask. Mm. What kind of army man were you and did mm. it inform what you collected? Obviously, no, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. That's definitely the way to ask members of the, ex-members of the military, you, what sort of army yeah. man were you? 
I think it's a very sensibly asked question. It's the manliest you've ever sounded. It's like right there. Very small oh, green oh. guys with the legs joined together on the base. <laughs> so. But, um, yeah, 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 that's I, it, really. Yeah, that's what got me into it. I mean, it's interesting you say that as well, because obviously, like, it's Imperial Fist 2, I, I love them, I love their lore, but one thing that's always struck me is that, especially in the early part of the heresy, Imperial Fists and Dawn especially are actually very underwritten. Mm. So the thing I was gonna gonna ask you is like, at what was there a standout moment that you were just like, oh my god, this cool thing that Dawn has done, like I love him, or this cool single thing that the Imperial Fists have done, like yes, they're for me. I I, I think it was like because the Iron like, Cage. <laughs> No, we don't listen to fan made stuff. That's like <laughs> that never um, it was oh, what was it? Uh, like when Horus was made Warmaster and stuff, and everyone was like quibbling and everything like that. I just loved like how Dawn was like, "I'm just gonna go back with the Emperor," and he was like the Praetorian of Terror. Like I'm just gonna back with Dada and like build his house for him. I was like, "Yeah, that's you know, that's awesome." Like we are like closest to the Emperor. You guys can have. All your crusades and your war master titles, we'll just go back home with the emperor and just be there. So I was like, yeah, that's cool. I think that's why I like the custodians as well because I like forces that are really loyal to the Imperium. Like the custodians, mm. like of course, the second boys to the emperor and the Imperial Fist are kind of uh, in that circle as well. Hang on, second, <laughs> Se- second. Well, I take issue well, with this. Well, the Imperial Fist are first. I have to say, the Imperial Fist are first, and then what? the custodians are second. That's, Sorry. that's not true on any level. <laughs> have to. I didn't see Valdor do the defences at the Siege of Terror. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's because Valdor is too busy in the dungeon <laughs> protecting the entire universe. And where is he now? Oh, poor Valdor. Yeah, where is he now? <laughs> uh, where's Dawn now? Uh, how dare you, first off. <laughs> I can't even say these things because I have Imperial Fist. So I just want to point out Gulliman's still alive, guys. Just, just want to point it out, guys. <laughs> Shut up, Reza. <laughs> He was risen by witchcraft, though, so... Really? Yeah. That is true. a heretic. So was the Emperor, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) I did see a great proposal on Twitter the other day um, talking about the Imperial Fists at the Siege of Terror, which was um, for... um, They should just do a a whole storybook, and Var, I think you're like this, but um, a whole storybook of just... um, random chaos marines who uh you know make all this progress get up to the top of the wall and then just get bodied by sigismund <laughs> just like as an anthology i, I saw that pose, yeah. there's like full-on novels i got to the wall and it's like yeah, hit me. it's just like sigismund at the top like no get away a full-on story that'd be really good yeah i'd, I'd love to read that i mean we've all read saturnine by this point right yeah yeah i don't think rich has actually because oh rich have you not no i'm gonna wait for um well, I've well, I've listened to Ed's video, so I'm good. <laughs> I, I know what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't think Dawn has ever been done proper justice except that book. Like, mm, yeah. everything he does, like, the four dimensions. It's like, Ed, it's like you say every time. Like, Primarchs, a lot of the time, just do stupid nonsense. And you're just like, yeah. you're supposed to be this ridiculous superhuman being. And you've just done mm. a stupid thing. Like, why? Whereas lo- Dawn... Yeah is like operating on a level that is so beyond everyone else that it's like amazing to watch. Yeah. I think I think that's what the interesting thing was going to the siege because and I, I still think Dawn won't fight a prime well Saturnine he did technically. I thought I thought like his main battle would be like the dance with Pertrabo 
like mm, with uh, yeah. the stuff. And again, I just read Mortis, and it's hilarious as an Imperial Fist player. I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah, if you it's if kind you're of player, I haven't read Mortis, so I might sound like an idiot to mm, people that read it if this is the case. But I kind of also like the idea that they don't ever fight. Yeah, it's actually it, mm. like it's because their battle is a battle mm. of minds. It is not. Yeah, because um, what is it like? Perturabo did give some fantastic trash yeah. talk. To Dawn, yeah. where really? he's like, he's like, yeah. I, I, he's like, I'm, I'm not gonna fight you now, because Dawn's like, come fight me. He's like, no, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill all your sons. I'm gonna take down all your wolves. I'm gonna kill the emperor. I'm gonna like destroy everything you know and love, and then I'm gonna fight you, and then I'm gonna kill you. And it was like, <laughs> okay, Bertorado <laughs> is serious. <laughs> it's, it's quite good. Though. Like, I, and Dawn was like, yeah, well, fuck you. But you know what, I do. I do, I do genuinely like. I, I think Perturabo and, and sorry, Valra, this is gonna, this is gonna, I think, gonna cause some controversy. But I do think Perturabo has come out of the Horus Heresy books as well. Mm. Like he's another Primarch who actually, oh, the Siege of Terror books. He's another Primarch like Dawn who was not, I, not really done justice. I think like he, he was sort of portrayed as this sort of slightly whiny baby. But actually, now you've seen him at the siege and you've seen the way his mind works, and he, he is like a dark mirror to, yeah. to Dawn in a lot of ways. Like he is that kind of, you know, did through the mirror darkly kind of thing, and. Actually, that's really cool. Like Ed says, that game of, you know, that mind game where, you know, Dawn is in the palace, he's fortified it and he's ready to defend it. And Perturabo is up there in orbit and he's got that, that room where he basically plays it. <laughs> and he like maps yeah. out yeah. where everything is. I mean, that alone is why, why all true Warhammer fans sh- should like Perturabo. He does have a gaming room in his battle barge. So, yeah, no, I just think he's awesome. It's it's cool to see them. See them draw. I really hope, I really hope that they do cover and i imagine they will you know once we get to the end of siege terror books they do cover the scouring mm. and they do cover the oh, the, yeah, the, the run up and i know yeah. again yeah. Yeah. Right. sorry I've... iron cage but yeah yeah, no, you know, yeah, I d- yeah definitely think they will do the scouring I, I i've always said though and this may just be me i would love the a unification series oh um, yeah um because there was a was if you if you, you must have read like the valdor book right quip stuff yeah and stuff yeah, i like, loved it and like the ending of that and like the big battle i was like oh, i'd love to see what like happened before that that got all these guys to it's, this point and stuff it would be yeah. so cool. it's funny you say Absolutely. that actually because I, I would have said no before because for me it was like oh there are certain things that i wouldn't want answered but then and i won't spoil this for anybody um if you want them go watch my mm-hmm. youtube channel um <laughs> but like there are certain things they have answered now that i would have said oh don't answer those leave them a mystery and i, I think they've actually really helped enrich the story um in, in hindsight so yeah I, i'd actually be really game for that now Mm-hmm. And plus, just dark. Angel. That's that's when the dark angels are the best because they're the only legion. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. It is true. I mean, coming back a little bit to YouTube stuff, you've got a hundred and fifty thousand subscribers now. Something uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah, 120 plus now. Yeah, it's it's madness, mate. Absolutely madness. Huge amounts. Madness. The thing I wanted to know is. Have you been recognised in the street yet? Oh, right. There was really like because when I first started, when like when I was like twenty thousand, thirty thousand, mm-hmm. I I never live streamed because you know I didn't have the equipment or anything like that. But when I got more into live stream, that's when you know I like when I go to events now, people I feel I I it's re- like I I don't really use the word cringy on myself, but <laughs> when people come over and say, "Can I take a picture with you?" I feel like why? Do you know like that kind of <laughs> feeling? Like it's just, it's just me. <laughs> Really, it's just like a normal. But I'm not, I'm not gonna say no piss off to him or anything like that. You know, it's like yeah, sure. Never selfie. Fuck uh, you. <laughs> five pound. Uh, no, no, it's nothing like that. It's, it's just yeah, it's 
it's just it's just strange. Like when people like when the talks men they go, oh Varak, can you do this because you're like an influencer? I'm like, I'm not. I don't influence anyone. I just I just say what I want to say. And yeah. I think you so. influence uh, Lamenters Yellow. Oh mate, no one touches <laughs> that. No one touches my horde of Lamenters Yellow. That is mine. How much have you got left? Um, I've actually just bought another six bottles off someone on, offline. Um, <laughs> secret Facebook d- dark trading areas on the interwebs where the, the hordes <laughs> are still abundant. Um, but I've got like 42 bottles of it now. Oh um, my God. I, I, I know you can probably make your own, but it's just... It's just out of principle now. I just need it all. It's just I, I need the official GW one. In case they ever release the phallics. But yeah, all hipster the other day, Josh was saying that, yeah, I, you literally were talking about how much the message yellow you have. And he just said, why doesn't you just, you know, water down a little bit of contrast yellow? It's the same thing. No, the principle of it. I need, I need every last pot on earth now just to put it in my display shop. Also, oh my I God. think we've learned this week that it's actually a very smart move because if you uh, mess with the stock price and you bet, if you bet yellow, and now we're going to really suffer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to put it all online and just like control everyone then. Like, I control the world. You're gonna to have to be careful. People are gonna start like doing. You're gonna like you know go and but go to these these dark places and be like yeah you know trade you some trade you some Bitcoin for some Lamenters yellow yeah yeah, man, yeah let's do it let's do it and then you get it home and you're like this is this is just Avalon sunset that somebody's watered down ah they sold a fake Elon fraudulent Lamenters yellow why is it all white it's supposed to be yellow oh. <laughs> what's this smell it's gonna yeah. have like a special dipping tool to check if it's the genuine one. <laughs> Talking about uh, on a slight swerve as well. Mm. Like the other thing I kind of like really wanted to know is, what made you want to start your YouTube channel in the first place? Oh, um, it was kind of really by accident, really. Um, like, like I said, I ran that guild called Vigila Mortis um, a while back. So I made um, a YouTube channel for when we did. Uh, events in games and stuff. So uh, there was a game called Eternal Crusade way back, which was supposed to be like this amazing game. It burned and crashed. Um, but I made a, a, a bunch of friends through there. And what we used to do, like, um, that's when I started to stream and stuff and upload videos, like teamwork videos and stuff like that. And people were enjoying it. Like, they were getting like 100,000 plus views on like some of like the squad based videos. Um, and once that game then, I said, I'll just keep playing Warhammer games. And we went to Battlefleet Gothic. And then after that, when 8th edition come out, um, I, th- I, th- I think the first video I did, like, speaking about books and stuff was uh, The Return of Gilliman, because that's when everything happened. And I did, like, a, it wasn't really a lore video, it was just, like, an explanation of how Gilliman came back. And a lot of people said, oh, you should do more videos about this. So I started to do videos like that. And then... I don't know. I don't know like where the like the news side came into it because a lot of people say you're kind of a news channel, which I I, I don't know what really to label my channel as. I just I'd maybe <laughs> like the jack of all trades, master of none kind of thing, and um, I don't know. I just people wanted updates on. It's what just was going Valrak. On. Yeah, that's, it's that's just me. Yeah. It's, it's just Valrak. It's, yeah, it's just me just <laughs> going on with myself at the end of the day. Um, and yeah, that's what it is now. To be fair, we are. Mention Primax every week did help. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm <laughs> saying you're, like you're like you're like a hype master. That was was you know. Just become the meme, you know. If you bet on all the horses, technically you win. 
when it's <laughs> That's the way I see it. I'll just bet on them all. Yeah, he's going back this week. And then he's going back the next week. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, the way that's it is. too funny. Yeah. I mean, sort of like upcoming then, like mm. what kind of stuff have you got to plan for the future? Uh, or is it all like super secret right now? No, mate, I just take day. Like th- this is not my, this is, a lot of people think it's my job. It's not my job. Um, this is just a hobby for me. Like I'll wake up one day and I'll just say, do you know what? I feel like talking about this or talk about that. Like tomorrow, um, I'll, I'm probably going to do like the Alfarious book spoilers because I want to talk about that and like the impact of it. Um, Crazy book. Yeah. Amazing book. Um, yeah, I'll just take it day by day, really. Uh, maybe I'll do a hobby video the next day. Uh, I do. I, th- I think what I've started to do right there is stream every day in lockdown because mm. um, a lot of people have said that um, it keeps them kind of entertained. And it works both ways because it keeps me entertained as well. I can speak to people in the world and they can speak to other people in the world, everything like that. So, yeah, um, like there's nothing. There's, actually, I have got something re- really big pronged. And it it is my own animation, and really? um, it, it's not it's not like an amazing like it's not going to be a star is and I, I don't mean I don't mean that in a bad way because the people who are doing it it looks amazing. I'll send you a video quipster of like the background and stuff um, in a bit awesome. on Discord, um, and it's the it's the scene from Saturnine where a certain Empress champion takes oh. a certain Primarch, and mm. I read that and I was like I need I don't know I don't know how I'm going to do it. But I need to find someone online to animate this scene for me because <laughs> oh my it, is, God. it is literally one of the best scenes that I've ever. Because when I was when, when I read it first, I was like, okay, that's amazing. But then when I listened oh. to it on like an audible, I was like, okay, this is even more amazing. So I was like, Dude, all right, I, I, I like want it. that little bit done. That, so yeah, that is one of my favorite scenes in the yeah. heresy, just for how fucking epic it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Did yeah. you guys that's... read the same scene as me? For <laughs> <laughs> that Emperor's Champion guy. Like, I don't want to give any spoilers, but for him? <laughs> He's amazing. How dare you? It's so cool. The it's bit so after that as well, uh, when yeah. they're like yeah, back the bit, to back. The, back the to bit back. after is very cool. Like, when he... Like, I really want to spoil it now, because it's like, what happens is hilarious. I think it's amazing. Okay. I love it. Hang on a sec. So, audience, the next two minutes of spoilers for Saturnite. Ed, go. So, what happens is Sigismund runs up to Fulgrim and gets literally slapped. And it's so funny. Like, and it's, it's, and, but then Dawn does step up and Dawn does have the epic line, which is like, Sigismund's courage sometimes outweighs his sensibilities. Mine doesn't. And he then he then he just goes to town on Fulgrim, which is epic. But Sigismund gets <laughs> fucked. He does like manage to cut like his face open and his lip with his chain, like whips his chain yeah. up and it's like, get out of here. Yeah, there's yeah. a bit where Fulgrim's just like, this is actually very annoying. What the hell? And then yeah. he slaps him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... It's like a, it's like a yeah it's like a very fulgrim thing to do right because he's just like mm, annoying little fly be gone be gone. Well, and I think the, he gets uh, uh, most annoyed about getting hit in the face. <laughs> yeah, his beautiful face. That's it. And then that bit like he said like back to back when he goes try oh. me then, and then he just like oh. beasts them all. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I love that bit. And one mm. of the big reasons I love that bit specifically is mm. it's like the unspoken reconciliation between yeah, Sigismund and yeah, Dawn. That's what, and you're just like, I, that's I was, the most fist I, yeah. thing ever. I was really sad like they had a little breakup because, you know, the whole, you know, retribution fleet thing is like, are they going to mm. come back together mm. sometime? I, I still think Sigismund has a massive part to play at the Siege mm. of Terror with Dawn somehow. And like, he's yeah. going to be involved in 
maybe saved his life or something like that. Yeah, so. Here's a question, right? This isn't a spoiler for anybody because it's established law, but it's kind of interesting. Who do you think is going to kill Khan? Sigismund. Sigismund. I think Logan. I, I, I think I, I think Sigismund for. Uh, uh, it's the Brotherhood reason because they they really like each other. Yeah, I, I think it's down to the audio Templar, um, where you have a flashback and they're in the cages, and mm. Khan's like, um, you you never try it on fully because mm. we're kind of practicing, and I think that's like kind of got to like, go full circle where he will try, and mm. they'll fight each other. But I, I know they fought each other already, but Khan was like pumped up on like cornroids, and like mm. Sigismund wasn't so. I think Sigismund has got to become like the Emperor's champ because he's not be- he's not become the Emperor's champion yet as he officially. Like, not he hasn't, technically. I don't no. think he's like been embodied with power or spirit. I don't know how it's going to work, but um, I don't think he's like become that person yet. And I think in the next book, or maybe the you know, I don't know the second to last book or how many books are left. I think it, it that's when he'll fight Khan. Do you think it is? One. Do you think they have actually got a reconciliation? Because surely. Soon as he makes the Templars, Dawn is gonna. He's not gonna be happy. Why do you think that? Because he he will, like he, he will make the Templars uh, love the Emperor and believe him to be a god, and Dawn oh, just can't true. accept that. Um, I don't know. It's it's one of those things now. Like, like when Sigismund came to the end, and I, I was I was interested if he was was to mention Dawn because if I'm correct dawn was still alive at that time uh, i think so yeah in, in yeah, that book yeah. so i was like yeah, is dawn, dawn dies still in the alive? first black crusade yeah because mm. that wasn't technically a black crusade that no. came out of there that was just them coming out so yeah i was i was hoping that he would like <laughs> that's Abaddon, like hey mm-hmm. mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I'm, I'm not too sure we'll, we'll see we'll see I'm, i wonder if like the emperor they have they know. have a ridiculously interesting relationship yeah it's, I'm, it's I'm, very... I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like maybe like dawn in a way, sees the Emperor's divinity, maybe, in a way. He is, he's a be. pragmatist, it isn't he? So yeah, it's like, you can't, you can keep saying he's not a god, he's not a god, mm. but when believing him in him literally mm. makes you fly, it's kind of hard <laughs> <laughs> not to concede a bit that there are benefits to this. Well, I, I, I think it was in, in the old books, it was like the Emperor's last words were to dawn. So I'm wondering, mm. like, if he says anything, like, I am a god. That's true. Or something. <laughs> I mean, that's like such a screwed up way of using your last words. Like, by the way, word. bro, I've been a god the whole time. No. His last, his last words. Yolo, just, oh, bye. I love that. the chair. <laughs> and then the whole time, like, like the emperor could have been healed by the golden throne, but just because he said, like, I love Perturabo, Dawn was like, no, nah, mate. <laughs> well, whatever it does, Dawn, yeah, Dawn loses the shit, doesn't he? Because he goes, yeah. It goes full on, like, yeah. Exactly. I mean, we all must bleed. There's a question I wanted to ask you specifically, Valrek, but uh, I think actually I kind of want to ask everyone this, like, one at a time. So, you're an Imperial Fist player who just also has Custodes, right? Yep. I think a lot of people like it. Like, I'm a Custodes player who happens to also have Imperial Fists. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm really subtle about it. Mm-hmm. But if you could. If you had to play any other army that wasn't Space Marines and obviously Custodes, what would it be? Xenos, Chaos, or, or oh, Imperial? Oh, if it, I've, I've, oh, I've said this so many times. I'm a huge World Eater fan. Like, um, I, I actually think the World Eaters actually have the most tragic story out of all the Trail mm. Legions because 
their damnation is that they embraced the nails to get closer to their gene father, and really, it just made them far apart than anything. And um, that nails drove them to the path they, you know, the the bloodshed of corn and stuff. And um, yeah, I, I've always respected them. I always think they're cool. I just wait for so, GW to release Calm Berserkers when they decide oh, to. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, have you read their Angron's uh, Primark novel? Um, I haven't. I know I haven't got that yet. I'm, I've actually got oh. it on Audible to be queued up to be listened to. But I've heard it. I've heard it's decent. Honestly, mm. it's one of my favorites because it mm. really. I'm not going to give you spoilers, mm. but it really delves into like the tragic, the tragic backstory. Because mm. like someone told me this a while ago, and I was just like, really. But you know how every Space Marine Legion has like a thing that they embody? Mm. So it turns out for the World Eaters, it was the concept of brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. And that was just like so horribly corrupted by the nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, it's, it, it, they are really like a, a misunderstanding because a lot of people think, oh, World Eaters, they're all just about blood and killing and stuff, but there's so much more to them. Like I, there was a story like where I think it was his captain like he was dying on the battlefield and he was like piss on Angron's grave for me like oh you know, and stuff like yeah. that and I was like yeah because they, they they come to hate him so much because he tore their legion apart it was yeah it was it's so yeah. cool and so tragic I think that's in Betrayer I'm re-listening to the audiobook yeah. at the moment that's such a good yeah, one yeah it really honestly. is yeah. so yeah actually Reza same question to you what would you have if it wasn't uh, the armies that you currently have that's a bit weird now because I now have Grey Knights, my custom Space Marine chapter. I've got Necrons, and I've got an Imperial Knight now. So, um, <laughs> but and you know what? If I, if money was my objects, and I could continue, I would continue my Imperial Knights, but just continue making the Autobots. <laughs> 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 I would just go insane. So I'd Bumblebee, I'll Jetfire out there. You know who else is there to have? Just all of them. Just get all, get all of them. Rodimus I Prime. I should oh. just do it, man. Seriously, you don't have a position like that. I'd annoy a lot of people, but it would be kind of cool. <laughs> Get like a really small one and call it Jazz. That'd be awesome. Oh my god, that'd be so. Oh no, Helverin. Yeah. Yeah, done. Yeah, done. Amazing. I mean, Adam, I'd ask you the same question, but is there any army that you don't own? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was wondering how we were going to do this. <laughs> so I have the off the top of my head. So I have. Eldar, Tau, Sisters, Marines, Custodes, Necrons, and Death Guard. And some Chaos that I haven't done anything with yet. They're sort of half-built, but they're, they're going to be Empress children. I've got all the sort of bits for them. Um, if I was going to do any army apart from those, um, you know what? I will go with one that is unreleased, I guess. And actually, do you know what? I'm going to agree with Valrak here, which is that I think it would be cool once they do the new Corn Berserkers. Mm. Um, oh, and Tyranids. Sorry, I forgot Tyranids off my list. So yeah, it's another. It's okay. For Everyone forgets um, Tyranids. Yeah, I think, even GW, I think, uh, so it's it's okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, although, 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 new new rumor engine, guys. Yeah. New rumor engine. It's a Lictor. I'm telling you. Uh, so you know, there's hope in the future for the hive mind. Um, but uh, but yeah, the um, and although saying that, sorry, it'll probably be like the Eldar, and it'll. Just... It's gonna. It's else? probably gonna be Space Marine to uh, Tyranid War veterans. Like there is. Oh, I like the Ultra. There is like a Katachan the... model. Uh, yeah. Sergeant oh, yeah, Ripper, she is standing on a dead Tyranid, so I wouldn't put it above yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, it's gonna be, it's gonna cause outrage. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the World Eaters would be really cool, just because I think there are some really awesome sculpts in AOS for the Corn Warriors, and therefore, That's if they cool. translate those over to uh, 40k, that'd be awesome. Mm. Um, apart from that, I think, yeah, an Imperial Guard tank regiment 
would be the one because yeah, I just think that I just think cool. that's so cool. Just bane blades for days and uh, bane blades, yeah. Yeah, just all, all the all the heavy artillery, all of the shadow swords, all of the the layman russes, like all the variants. I just think that that'd be so awesome. Yeah. Um, and there, there is something appealing, right, in a universe. And I know people have people have strong opinions about this, and I, I know there is another channel out there run by uh, a chap I used to work with actually, who uh, he made the comment once. I remember he said like. God, like Imperial Guard are so boring. Like, why would you want to play Imperial Guard? Like, in a universe of, you know, universe of super powered soldiers and Xenos and demons and like, why do you want to play Imperial Guard? It's like, there's something cool about that. Like, these ordinary dudes yeah. that just get given, just... you know, yeah, I have a flashlight, yeah. go out there and shoot at that thing yeah. that won't die. Mm. Okay, cheers. That's All right, thanks for that. Appeal, isn't it? And they still do yeah. it. Yeah. Like, you have this yeah, crazy like, universe with like all this nut human. stuff going on and you just got basically normal blokes out there going how the fuck am I going to deal with a swarm lord (laughs) 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 also because like half the time they're not even from an industrial world Mm. it's like your name's you know I say hi I'm Pete Uh, I grew up on uh, medieval Mm. agri world (laughs) and I'm I think the most advanced level of technology I've ever come across is a wheelbarrow (laughs) and they're like okay cool right have this gun that shoots lasers you're about to go meet the corrupted sons of our god emperor (laughs) Um, who constantly just elude filth and will rot your face off if you get within about five metres of them. Oh, brilliant. Okay, I'm up for that. (laughs) Banter. (laughs) Amazing. And yeah, Ed, last question uh, goes to you. Yeah, I uh, have a a very full answer for what I want. So I (laughs) I have developed a deep love of Black Legion. I absolutely adore Black Legion as, as a faction now. Um, I've really, um, I'm on the second book. I've really enjoyed the first one. I've really enjoyed reading Abaddon. So I think, and this is kind of an interesting take on Abaddon, I, th- I think, compared to some people, because people don't like that Abaddon, in the start of the heresy, not only took a back seat, but he was a bit whiny, he didn't get much of a focus, he didn't get much character development. But I kind of like that. I like what he has now become in the story. And I really enjoy Black Legion as as, a, as an idea, because... Um, I enjoy that they don't that they are fundamentally against tyranny and Abaddon like you talk about you know the world is saying I'm gonna piss on piss on uh, Angron's grave but like you know Abaddon is like he's he's actually telling the space marines like we don't have to be slaves to the whims of our fathers and that no matter even if you're a loyalist you can't help but think that that is fundamentally a bullshit idea and the Black Legion are above it and they are on the side of chaos because they realize that you have to overthrow the tyranny of the Imperium, but at the same time, they're not going to fully give in to chaos, but they need to use it. And I absolutely love the characters of Black Legion, so I would definitely, so I would just to get Abaddon, because I'm imagining he's Supreme Commander, and then I would have uh, a, a sorcerer who would be a Skander, who's a Thousand Suns character. I would have a, a, a um, aspiring. Uh, uh, aspiring champion, the guy that like, gives you reroll wounds in combat at the moment, and he would be, um, oh, what's his name? Urkis. Yeah, Le- yeah, Le- 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 Urkis. Urkis. yeah. That- and then oh, uh, the world eaters guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah. What's the name of the Empress Children guy? I forgot the name. Telemachon. Telemachon. Adam Scott right. Google. Yeah. <laughs> Telemachon. Sounds like you're naming. Uh, Very Nick. clearly reading the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I would do that, and I, w- I would just get like twenty. I would get, I would literally have like sixty chaos space marines, and I, and I would just like have that as the army. Um, that that would cool. be what I want. I was gonna say, Varak, didn't that guy on Instagram do your artwork as well? Yeah, he did the. I said I would like Varak smacking an iron war in the face. He went, leave it with me, and he came back <laughs> with the most badass 
Imperial Fist smack an Iwar in the face. Yeah, he's, he's a really nice dude. He's really, really great. Yeah, he's that awesome. is awesome. Okay, yeah. on that note, we're going to take a quick break and come back. Okay, and we're back. Um, yeah, so we've gone through all the different uh, armies that we, we'd have if we didn't have uh, the ones that we had at the moment. But Rich, there was something that you wanted to uh, wanted to talk about. I say I say talk about. It's more. Uh, I had a bit of an idea for a game show, guys. So uh, insert game show music here. I'm just so, not going to do that. <laughs> Adam would do it. Yeah, I think we'll, add, we'll, add, we'll add something jazzy in the, in, the, in the editing. Thank you. It's my one moment. Right, so I had an idea for a, a one-minute go, so a bit like a sales pitch. But the idea was all of you, and that, Varak, you did kind of inspire this, was to give a one minute about why your favourite Primark is the best. And what we'll do, we'll go around the room. Everybody gets one minute, goes oh, and damn. gives their reasons, oh, and we'll let the, let the audience or the, the, the one listener decide who wins. <laughs> right? Yeah. So um, we're all going to be terrible. <laughs> I, 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 I gonna, let me get the time on my phone because I will cut you off in a minute. I'm going to be savage. Okay, well, Varak's going to go first because I think we all know who's. Are you just yeah. going to like? Are you going to pick someone like totally off book? Just like I love Perturabo. I love the Night Haunter. He's fantastic. <laughs> you're, you're lucky because the first that we did flirt with an idea of me giving you one to say why they're the best so i was gonna be oh like a varak Pateravo, and then just stitch you up and i'm just being be nice. a minute of silence <laughs> um, i kind of feel like not letting varak go first i kind of feel like throwing someone under the bus so oh, uh oh quipster go oh, just, uh, um, okay my favorite is loyalist fulgrim the reason i like him so much is because he was so loyal and so enamored with the emperor's vision and was so good at extolling its virtues that every single planet that he went to i mean he was able to conquer a planet with only five marines that is an outstanding thing and he was able to use the emperor's own personal sigil the aquila where no other legion was he was such a good orator and one thing he did over the other primarchs was he managed to safeguard the cultures of all of the places that he visited as opposed to say say gilliman for example who instead of safeguarding those cultures just stamped his own over everything so fulgrim is the best because he was an amazing swordsman an amazing conqueror and dressed really really nicely how much time have i got left nine seconds um he, purple's also a fantastic color <laughs> <laughs> Gold really offsets it all right and Alex, that's you that's you done <laughs> now do we, do we want to add a bit in here why we can let you lot just destroy that or has he just done that himself anyway what he's great <laughs> yeah all right talk to a sword and ruin everything you just mentioned so <laughs> no the sword just... talk to him obviously oh, right no, alex no more <laughs> right so uh three two one ed go Lionel Johnson is the firstborn son of the Emperor of Mankind. This doesn't just mean that he was some genetic accident who happened to be first. Lionel Johnson was <laughs> created by the Emperor. The Emperor poured in all of his wisdom, all of his might, everything that was good about him. This is why he is the most loyal son of the Emperor of Mankind. If you don't believe me, the Emperor was put on a... The, the Emperor? The Lion was put on a planet <laughs> with Chaos Beasts on it. The Chaos Gods had every chance to turn him to Chaos and he, they couldn't turn him. That's how incredible he was. To see just how likely the Emperor he is, his story mirrors that of the Emperor in 
Horus in that way. So as much as it is a, you, know, you might think is against him, it actually makes him more like the Emperor than any of the other Primarchs. He is by far one of the best fighters of all of the Primarchs. That's why he's the exterminator. He is designed to be able to kill absolutely any one of them. And he continually does stuff that surprises you. The Emperor trusted Filgrim with a sigil. The Emperor trusted the Lion with the weapons that none of the other Primarchs were capable of even using, let alone you know having the authority to do so. So not, if the Emperor trusted him, so should you. <laughs> and that's why the Lion is the best. Oh, you know what, Ed, right? Not only did you speak at a thousand miles an hour, you managed to get in, taking the, the part of someone else's Primarchs. You know what, Ed, that's really... I'm so proud of you, right? That's brilliant. I, I feel like going in a coaching mode at work. There's no considers. You're brilliant. You did everything. Well done, Ed. I mean, personally, I thought it was shit. <laughs> right, so three, two, one. Fire it, Go! Oh, bloody hell. Um, why is Rogaldon the best Primarch? Well, when he was found by the Emperor, he gave the Emperor the biggest and best ship in the universe. And then the Emperor's like, no. You keep it because you are the biggest and best Primarch in the universe. Um, from then, he went to conquer, went to fortify all these bloody planets in his great crusade, leaving the Imperium greater and stronger as a whole. When Horus was elected war master, Rogaldon went back to terror with him. He became his Praetorian of Terror. There, he stayed at home and rebuilt his house. When Horus betrayed him, something that Dawn never did because he's so loyal to the Emperor, he then started to fortify the house even bigger, better and stronger. Then he became the de facto war master of all the Imperium out there. Um, what did he do after that? Um, um, he fought uh, a great demon, destroyed it. He's the only Primarch, a loyalist Primarch, to officially kill a traitor Primarch. Yes, Alpharis has got no head anymore or no hands. Um, he defended the the, the the palace from countless hordes of demons, traitor legions. And I'm going to have to cut you off there. God, no! So <laughs> <laughs> good, good attempt, good attempt. I like it. So okay. I was so tempted to just mute you like halfway through. Like, oh, sorry guys, we lost him. Okay. <laughs> I guess Paul Grimm's the best. Three, two, one, Adam, go! Two words, Richard. Space Jesus. Yes, that's right. Sanguinius, <laughs> the master of the tribes of the blood. Why is he the best? Very, very simple. He lands upon Bal Secundus. He is raised in the desert. He's on his own. And he takes these horrible, mutant, grim creatures that are living on this irradiated world. And he raises them to be angels, to be the greatest warriors in the galaxy. He is pivotal to the story of the Horus Heresy and the story of the Imperium without his sacrifice. A sacrifice he knew he'd have to make. And yet he made any way the Imperium as we know it would have been crushed by the evil of Warmer of the Warmaster. Now let's be honest, look, the lion's cool, but he looks a bit like Richard Branson in the art. <laughs> Dawn's cool, but yes, he's just a glorified hand in a jar. And loyalist Fulgrim, don't even get me started. The man's a pansy and he talks to a sword. No one wants that. You want the true, the most powerful, the angel himself, a man blessed with wings. You want Sanguinius. He is the best Primarch, no questions. Oh, and he takes down a Warlord Titan. What else do you want? Damn, girl! The sword <laughs> talks to him, for fuck's sake! He <laughs> always had a rap going! <laughs> very, well, very good. So, we'll put down. I'm not going to take part because one reason Adam was going to articulate my favourite Primark better than I could ever could. <laughs> <laughs> and two, I don't think I could talk about anything for a minute. So, uh, I, took, I took the cheap way out of hosting. So, yeah, viewers, mm. listeners, people, whatever you are, vote in the. the, the we'll put a, a post on Instagram for launching the podcast. So, just comment who you think did best. Well done, guys. I'm proud of all of you. Good answers, good answers, but obviously all wrong because Sanguinius is the best. You forgot yeah, to I mention, though, that Sanguinius got choked out like a chicken. That was like. <laughs> we like, we like Primarchs that. that live. That's, the, that's our problem. 
sure. No, guys. When you were like, he's blessed, I was so tempted to say, by chaos with wings. Uh, well, I was I was going to wait. I didn't have enough time because the the magnificence of Sanguinius is too too large to behold. But he resisted. He resisted the call. He felt the red thirst, and he resisted the call to corn. And he went and in there and he brutally murdered his sons every two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Some, sometimes you've got to do. You got to. You know. You can't can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs, Ed. And that's, that's that's the reality. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, talking about Primarchs, I think one of the one of the final questions I had. I don't know about you guys is. And we have to ask this because you're on. Which Primarch do you think is coming back oh. next? Well, <laughs> uh, I should where do we w start? tell you nothing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> they can't tell you a damn thing. <laughs> I, I, I've always said that I don't think it'll be a traitor Primarch because when. Sorry, I don't think it'll be a loyalist Primarch because when you bring a loyalist Primarch back, I think there's so much politics to go with this. Like if the Lion came mm. back. It, it, I think it would be the most interesting story, but I don't think GW would want to do that, where I think just the ease of use would just be a demon Primarch. Um, I, I, for me personally, I, I would I would like Fulgrim or Angron, um, just because that way then they could potentially get a codex for them, like a supplement, and then get upgraded units like you know new Noise Marines, new Lucius the Eternal, um, new Calm Berserkers whatever to go along with them new Angron models uh, Fulgrim models and they've kind of been hinted at as well um, mm. like I know Fulgrim has been heavily hinted at during the was it Psychic Awakening I think yeah the Psychic yeah. Awakening about the serpent figure um, I, it's, it's kind of confusing now because in 9th edition they've gone back in time because kind of, in 8th edition it was like we're at the end of the Indominus Crusade now 9th edition it's like oh crap we went too far let's go back <laughs> and redo this and that's why like the relaunch of the Dark Imperium books um, and there's a really cool thing that was mentioned on Armageddon that um, Angron was being summoned to come back, but the Salamander stopped it. And I'm wondering if they're going to change that, where Angron actually comes back um, on Armageddon. Because I've, I've always had this theory where, where a Primarch was banished, is that the only planet there where they can be re-summoned on to back into the uh, well, universe kind of thing? So mm. I think it'd be kind of cool if, because he was banished on that planet, he'd come back on there as well. He's been banished from mm. there twice now, hasn't he? Is it? Is it twice? I think the first time in the Grey Knights novel. Yeah, I think Grey Knights did do as it? well, yeah. But it was the first war Because he again. killed like all of them except one, didn't he, or something? Yeah, what's he called that guy yeah. now? He's in... It was... Oh, I forgot what he's called now. That Grey Knight who basically... Talking down. It's probably Drago. It is, <laughs> it, it, it is, it is quite funny because I do, I do just have this image of like the, you know, the guardsman on Armageddon, you know, getting attacked by orcs again and again, and just like Angron's head pops up, and they're like, "Not now, just go back." <laughs> off, I think we're busy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, warp, warp, warp stuff is always weird. I think technically the Chaos Gods can summon power to drop them in most places like yeah. they like i think that people would um, forget that they just mm. it would cost a lot of resources and they have to spend their resources fighting the other gods most of the time <laughs> <laughs> okay so now we're talking about this and i just realized the question varak what's your least because you're like super into the narrative right so what's what's your least favorite 40k novel that you've ever read my least favorite. Oh, bloody hell! Bye, bye, um, GW sponsorship again. Um, <laughs> they never love me anyway. Um, it's very perturbado of you. I'm, I'm trying. To <laughs> they never truly understood my genius. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
tear them all down. Uh, oh, that's a really hard one. Um, I know, right? Griff has oh. got like seven. <laughs> no, 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 no. All of them. I have, I have one. I have we know one. it though. We've heard it. Surely. You guys know this because yeah. I rant about it all the time. Yeah. It's fucking while, while terrible. You're, while you're it, considering it, your answer, Valrak, I yeah. would just say that Quips, Quipsters, Quip, whatever Quips comes out with, there is a very simple formula to it, which is you take the faction that he likes best, custodies. <laughs> you find any book where the custodies don't come out on top because other factions can win things, and he will then tell you why this is incredibly badly written. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, my least favourite book is uh, is Fist of the Imperium, where Imperial Fist come out worse. It's a terrible book. Everything it, about it is awful. It has some... Yeah, that, like... I, I had to... I, I enjoyed the book because it was just, like, battle porn, because, like, every page was, like, someone dying or, like, someone fighting. Um, I, it, yeah, like, but other people dying are Imperial Fists. <laughs> it's something that you have to get used to as a fist. We're constantly dying, you know. It's just one of these things I got used to now. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I understand like why you say that because um, one of the confusing things in that book, uh, especially so with the, the the Dawn of Fire books now, is that the Primaris Marines are like in these comas and they're learning to fight like orcs and gene stealers and stuff. So they know their enemies when they come to fight them, mm. and like when they fight them in that book, they're like, "Who are these guys?" I'm like. Wait, no one told you who Gene Steelers are? Wait, I'm, yeah, I'm this so, is like I'm a so whole confu- big thing. Yeah, I'm so confused. <laughs> like, uh, and they, 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 yeah, they, they, they like make so many mistakes on that basis. Like, is this the population or is this someone else? It's like it's fucking Gene Steelers. You should know this. You're space marines. As, so yeah, as a simple explanation for this, there's a Mechanicum adept on Mars, right? <laughs> who who was supposed to like put the little the little discs in to do the programming, and they're like, Theta Row Seven, have you completed the training of the Imperial Fist? He's like, Yeah, yeah, it's all done. Yeah, just send them out. It'll be fine. Good. Have you ensured they know who the Gene Steelers are? The what? <laughs> I'll send a leaflet. <laughs> Just I'll send a PDF. It'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, um, I I don't know, mate. Really, going back to that one, um, I know I know my favorite book. Ooh, what's I, your favorite? I know that my favorite book is Eisenhorn, the first one, Ooh. Xenos, because that series is like, I, I I still think that it's the greatest story ever told in. In forty, like I love Space Marines, I love Primark, but something about that always hits home. About what just it, it, it feel you can feel like the grim darkness in the pages of that book. I always feel, and it's it, yeah, it's just, it's just so cool. I mean, yeah. even with the Eisenhorn books like having come out and stuff, mm-hmm. one of the uh, and Dan Abnett sort of talks about this as well. One of the things I think is a little bit underexplored is like the home front kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like we don't really ever get that that much story take place like in like hive cities like in uh like the civilian population and so it's like super interesting to like see that kind of perspective yeah like i was amazed like and like an inquisitor has like a a housing estate like i was like what he has like yeah he's like eisenhorn's rich yo this is amazing he's got like (laughs) people with him working around his stuff his estate and everything i was like oh this is so cool it's always nice to see like world brought to life like you said so yeah that's probably one of my favorite well it is my favorite yeah i love it so you were you i uh, seen you were very excited when they announced the tv series thereof. i i was i was super excited i haven't heard anything mm. from it and this yeah, and it's gone, it's concern, gone really quiet. yeah, yeah. Mm. I, th- I think i think it's because of, of, of what's going on but well, i call it mm. nurgle's plague um in the world yeah. <laughs> and um i think there's a lot of things because the uh, angels of death has gone quiet yeah uh, 
all the I think they've got like a, a noir inquisitor one uh, and they're coming out as well and some other things some other projects coming out but there's yeah, there's been nothing plans. yeah there's been nothing which is strange it's going to be super interesting to see where games workshop goes with like the animation stuff especially because mm-hmm. like i i think that's going to be a major new part of their yeah. business yeah I, I i personally think that is probably their future uh, i know like models are a big thing but um i keep like i've never 3d printed at all i, I don't own a machine but I keep seeing on Twitter and Facebook like the quality of people are doing with models now, like printing them from their own house. And I'm like, it's getting better and better and better, and it's becoming more accessible to people. And I think in a couple of years, like people just be like, screw this, I'm just going to print my own tank rather than just go out and buy one. So I think, I think one of the things, yeah, is you are right. I, I think one of the things that they've done in ninth edition or announced again held back because of covid was that they said they were going to take more of a uh, more of a role in tournaments and i think that's why because then they can keep an eye on these things and yeah, yeah. So, like, try and dissuade that, people that's not ours how dare you but i do imagine yeah. that's a, you're, you're dead right it's yeah. a massive worry I, I lived in hong kong for a bit and mm. there were always people like oh, i think that guy has some stuff that's 3d printed but you'd look at it and you can tell the, you can tell the difference man i swear to god mm. uh, maybe if you look closely i don't know Mm. I've seen them going really far with gaming. Like, I know it's a bit of, well, like, because you look yeah. at the Total War series of just how all the, the Warhammer oh. Total War 1 did and yeah. Warhammer Total War did. That, that was, it, they're all amazing games, first of all, did really mm. well. Um, but it's just such an untapped. Like with Dawn of War, I, d- I don't know why they've not tried to do that again, but do it right. Well, I guess it's not them who do it, but maybe they should just take that well, deal they've got with Sega further. There's, 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 there's a little bit of a rumor going around at the moment that. Creative Assembly. You, just the spiky bits. No, um, what I was going to say is that the the guy who left Forge World, um, you know, like the the re the I think he was a, I think he was like the writer cool. on it. Was it was that his name? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, I think he was a Spanish guy. Um, I'm trying to think of his name now. Um, I don't I don't follow Forge World that much uh, when it comes to horror series, but he was a lead writer on that, and he's gone to work with Creative, Creative Assembler. And there's been talk now for a while that Creative Assembler have signed some kind of 40k license to do. I don't know what. Like I've always said, I don't think it would be you, you could do a Total War 40k game because the way it's structured in that. I don't. Game. Yeah, would it, I don't think it um, would. I played a lot yeah. of Total Wars. I, 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 th- I think. Mm. Yeah, mm. I think it'd have to be a lot different, like a skirmish type of game or well, I don't know. But um. It had to be. Yeah. Like, I like the company theorist mm. format they did with the Dawn of War two and three. Mm. Just the game didn't have enough. There's something missing with it. It just wasn't mm. well made. But that game, yeah. that combat style works. Uh, yeah, you know, like the Dawn of War games. Um, not number three because I, I didn't enjoy that um, one bit. Um, I, I, I thought visually it was a really nice game, but the the combat systems just it just didn't feel like the games that came before it for me. Um, mm. But it, it, I think since that game failed so badly, I don't think people don't want to touch like another RTS 40k game, which is a shame because I think if a company who could get hold of it could do a good job of it, I think they could make a really good game. Yeah, out for of, sure. Out of that um, genre. I mean, yeah. talking of 40k games, the thing that like actually really surprises me, it kind of like yeah, astounds me at the moment mm. is the Battlefleet Gothic games that they put out have been mm. pretty great. great. And I've really, I've really liked them. Um, The fact that they haven't put the Battlefield Gothic tabletop game out, like, oh my god, I would be all over that. 
every, I was every time I say this, like, you know, because I do like, what could do with this event? And I always say, please, just just do BFG already. I like I I never I never played it like, but I've only heard amazing things about it. Big friendly being, giant, <laughs> <laughs> big fucking gun. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's just like I, I'd love to play it. I'd love to like I, I keep seeing doing like Titanicus and Aeronautica and stuff, and I find oh just just do spaceships, please, yeah. please just do spaceships. I, saw, I remember your I remember your preview stream before um, before the the most recent big announcement when you said that on there, and you were mm. like, look, that thing that's blacked out please please let that be battlefleet gothic and i was like yeah. come on come on and you know what when they yeah. the, the warhammer quest the like dead city stuff it it looks it looks really cool it looks so cool it's not yeah, to it take does. away from any of that but i was like <laughs> oh there was like a little pang of disappointment because it was like i could have had my big spaceship exactly the, yeah. the, the, the problem is it's going to be or the, i guess the, the interesting thing would be like if they if they mess around with the scale right because you know there's games like star wars armada which has uh, mm. you know has all the ships yeah. and stuff but you can get like the imperial like the super star destroyer and it's like as long as the table so you can just have the phalanx and just be like just right the there middle. you go that's the board <laughs> yeah i've i've knocked you off the board you're in you're in dead space you're done <laughs> i win does she turn to the shop yep i win the tournament <laughs> I've been saying this actually. Are there any of the the specialist games that are out at the moment that you look at and you're like, "Ooh, actually, maybe I should play some Titanicus or you know something like that." I I actually do like Titanicus, but the, I think one of the things that stands out for Titanicus is that I keep seeing people who keep kit bashing it with like, um, like scenery, and they're they're like making like Emperor class Titans and stuff. Oh, I, saw, yeah. I, I saw this guy on Twitter. I I can't remember his name, but he he bought like some little miniature figures to like stand. On his titans and stuff, like made shells for him, and it, it oh. looked really, really cool. It, like, it looked like it looked like a proper little titan force. It looked so real. I thought, oh, that's really badass. That's I've cool. seen that. Yeah. It wouldn't yeah. feel like the conclave if we didn't ask you about the battle for Middle Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I I love Middle Earth. I've actually got um, an undead army over here, uh, but I haven't really got them the box yet. I painted them yet. Um, I was gonna. I was speaking to um, a chap. Uh, he was gonna help teach me to play it before all this stuff happened with uh, Nurgle's Plague. And um, yeah, I was going to teach him 8th edition and he was going to teach me um, Battle for Middle-earth. But we, we still are planning to meet up, but um, I, I love Middle-earth. Like, um, I, I know you can't see it in the webcam, but my two favorite, well, my three favorite genres is 4K, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. So um, nice. yeah, I love it. I'm, I'm, I, 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 think, I, I think I'd give a mm -hmm. lot of money if they re redid like the Numenorians because that's like my favorite aspect of that's Lord cool. of the Rings. Oh, um, yeah. Like in that age, like the Second Age and stuff. I'm hope I'm hoping like since Amazon is doing something with it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I I'm hoping that maybe I, I I don't know how the licenses work if that they have licensing issues with that, but I'm hoping that that will come into GW well, somehow, which I think will be cool. They've they've released a map. Of, I don't know if you've seen this, but they have yeah. released a map of the show, of the Amazon world, yeah. and on it is Numenor. It's happening yeah. in the yeah. Second Age. So, yeah, if there was a tie in there, that would be amazing. Yeah. Also, yeah, there's Gil awesome. Gilgalad's going to be a major character. Gilgalad, yeah. Uh, Alex, yeah. So Boom! You're, you're well happy about that. My favourite. <laughs> yeah. Love him. Best character in Lord of the Rings, done. I love, yeah, I love these two seconds of stabbing a spear <laughs> in the introduction. Yeah, and that was it. Like, yep, yeah, gone. <laughs> so, like, one of the reason he's my favourite, though, is because. I think you could get him in a blister pack, pack with Elrond, or it was something yeah. like that, and you got both. And like yeah. I got that, and that was like the first characters I had. Didn't they just re-release that? Oh, I might forget that then. Yeah. Rich, why are you doing that to me? You can still buy it. I think you can still buy that one. I, 
I bought him. I bought him and loads of the Numenors, um, like the, the elves and stuff, the Last Alliance, when it came out. And the GW Manchester said, yeah, we do a Lord, uh, Lord of the Rings night on Wednesday because it's you know, just started. So I bought all this army and I went there and I was like, who's playing Lord of the Rings? And like, no one. I was like, okay. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> I'll get that. Oh, that's right. We'll play Lord of the Rings with you. It's fine. <laughs> I had no one to play with. Yep. That was it. The well, last alliance of elves and men stood up against no one, apparently. <laughs> Space Marines. <laughs> Cross the board, get them. Yeah, you can buy, buy Elrond and Gil-Galad on uh, yeah. still. Yeah, oh I think it's God. Eladan and Elrond mm. and mm. Glorfindel. They've re-released at the moment. Yeah. Oh, I love Glorfindel. Buy so limited cool. edition. For you. Isn't Glorfindel, I mean, Glorfindel just really strong? Yeah, I mean, like, horrendously powerful. When, when you know, when, when Nurgle's Rot does disappear and, and you know you can go back to the the gw's manchester store on that wednesday night just next time just say look guys just just plonk those green fellas down from 40k and you can just do the narrative in your head yourself and be like my lord gilgalad these orcs are not like what we remember like, know, they are strange it's like, come here come here you elves let's have you go on that'd be amazing i mean this is the other thing i was gonna ask like at some point, do you think if you did like bat reps in the future, you would actually have like a battle for Middle Earth like bat rep on up on the channel? Yeah, well, I, I, something. First thing, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd love to do that when I learn the game and stuff because I think, well, from from what I've seen watching bat reps, that's more of a skirmish game, isesn't it, Lord of the mm. Rings? So it's not it's really much, like a, a, you know a big a big battle. Something I absolutely want to do, like a hundred a million percent is to do the old world bat reps when that eventually comes back out because I'm, I was such a huge fan of um, the fantasy stuff back in the day. Uh, like the Gotrex and Felix books were some of my awesome fantasy books by William King. I, I used to bloody love them. Um, and with the announcement of that, and you know, but we got the announcement of Bretonians the other week and I'm a huge Bretonian fan. I was like, oh yeah, I can't. I just can't wait to jump on this train. And do do you play Total War? I know Richard um, do some streamers on I, 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 do, I, I do, but the thing is, when I play Total War, I end up losing like four days of my life. I, like, <laughs> I just like, what's happened here? It's just gone. So um, I've, I've cut back on it a bit. Um, but uh, yeah, I've actually just completed a campaign as Bretonia. just took over the world um, on that awesome. one. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah, That's I love cool. That I mean, considering how much you loved like Bretonia and the old world, like... Mm. What are your feelings about Age of Sigmar? Like, is it interesting? Is it something you want to try? Uh, or it's just I, like, no, death. Uh. No, I like, like, people love Age of Sigmar. I've got no problem with them. Like, I've never really been a- attracted to it. I've always said, like, the models are, like, some of the best fantasy models I've ever seen in my life. Like, mm. out of any company that has come out, like, those fantasy models are, like, top tier. But I've never, I've never been sucked into the story as of yet. Um, I, I've, 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 I tried to explain to someone like I think a- a- AOS is like very very high fantasy, and like the old world is kind of like well, I know it's fantasy, yeah, but it's it's kind of more re- like realistic in a way because it was connecting to a lot of cultures where it yeah. took stuff from. So yeah, I think I mean, a, a more sense like a good, of I think a good realism. comparison is that in the old war a lot of it is like squabbling kingdoms. In mm-hmm. AOS they chain a god. <laughs> right. uh, it's yeah, it's, it's a big difference, fantasy mm. levels. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like one of the big problems as well with uh, with fantasy, actually, as opposed to AOS, was if you actually rolled out the world map, it was just Earth. Yes, yeah, it, oh it was my God. just yeah. Earth. I, I like that though. I like that. I remember yeah. I had a my my sort of foray into fantasy. I had a uh, an ogre kingdoms army. 
And one mm. thing I really loved about the Ogre Kingdoms was in the, in the lore behind them, they had this, uh, you know, they were they were perfectly happy ogres knocking about in what is effectively like Mongolia and Russia in our world, <laughs> um, you know, doing their thing, farming, I don't know, bison and stuff. And then this huge meteorite comes in and smashes into the earth and it like it causes them to have the hunger within themselves, like it mm. infects them with this hunger and they, they, they worship it as a god. Um, and it's implied that it was actually this like giant worm god thing that like drilled through the earth. And in the Ogre Kingdom's like source book, on the map there was a, a, a map of where the Great Moor was. You know this vast canyon where this worm mm. god is supposed to live. But then also on the other side of the world there was a big whirlpool in the middle of the ocean, like down near again like Argentina in our world, like at the bottom of Austria. <laughs> so it was kind of implied it like drilled through the whole of the earth. I don't know. I don't know why I find that so cool. But it was yes, like this idea yeah. of this like mysterious thing. And then the the ogres all rampage out of the east, and all of like the empire and everyone are like, mm. what the hell? Sorry, are these guys? I, th I thought you were relating that back to how it was like our world, and I thought you were going to yeah. say like just like in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you if you sail if you sail just off Argentina, uh, rather than going you know going across the Pacific, uh, rather than getting to like Easter Island, you'll meet a giant fanged whirlpool. So don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah, yeah I think good. the old world is it's something we're all looking forward to, and especially they came out with that teaser that was just a map of the New Britonia, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Was, well, apparently this is. Oh, I, that some of the people have been following, they're saying it's like set 200 years, 200 to 300 years or something. I think it's like Magnus the Pious or something. Like the Emperor is, is around that time. Yeah, so it's not all the characters that we know of. Um, mm. The King of Bretonia is still called um, uh, King Lewin, though. Um, the Orc Slayer, is it the Orc Slayer, I think he's called? Lewin like Lewinka. Lewin Lewinka, yeah. For a second, I thought you said Luton, and I'm just Luton. like, that's already a name. No, we, we don't mention that Ultramarine fanboy in this channel. He's scared <laughs> of me. He won't think. <laughs> I do find that funny though. Like, I do wonder if there is, if there is like ever like a 40k writer who's just like trying to put YouTubers' names in places just because he can. Like, I'm already convinced that like Aaron Dembski Bowden's um, Spears the Emperor. That's just the third. That winter's thirteenth. That's their exact <laughs> colour scheme. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if one kills me and then Varak stood on the wall and you're shot in the head. It's like <laughs> <laughs> He gets like run over by like an iron warrior. Well, I bet you you've done that. <laughs> the rage. Oh, Try and get the reclaimers um, of dawn in a book. Yeah. yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. And I think on that note, unless uh, you guys have uh, have anything to add. Nope. Okay. Cool. Yeah. On uh, on that note, I think we're going to sign off. Um, so Valrak, I thought I thought we'd better shout you out. We like to help uh, smaller channels. <laughs> where can yeah. people find you? Um, where can they find me? Oh. Uh, you can go over to YouTube if you want. I've got everything. Like I've got a Discord. I've got my Facebook, my Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, whatever you want. I'm there. Just posting pictures and talk about Imperial Fist. Only fans. <laughs> yeah, only fans. <laughs> yep, that's for the very special fans. You know. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Sandman, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube and the Sandman Hobby. Excellent. Uh, Adam, the legal department, where can people find you? Yeah, so I am on Instagram, YouTube and Twitter at ADR Wargaming. Excellent. Reza, where can people catch your streams and whatnot? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube, uh, Reza Prime. Excellent. And I'm Sweet. Quipster. You can find me at QuipsterNerd on YouTube, Instagram, and I believe Twitter. Um, yeah. 
Thanks everyone for listening, and uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>